This is SLAS Technology Podcast. I'm David Pector. Today on SLAS Technology Podcast, we have Professor Jan Baradon and Dr. George Muller to talk about two articles, Traceable Impedance-Based Dispensing and Cloning of Living Single Cells and Impedance-Based Single Cell Pipetting. Uh, Professor Jan Baradon is a pioneer in precision medicine who has been conducting top-notch research in stem cell biology from bench to bedside. He's currently the holder of the Lee and Lee Chair of Plastic Surgery and Regenerative Medicine at the Duke National University of Singapore Medical School and head of laboratory and stem cell dynamics in Singapore. Dr. Muller earned a PhD in bioengineering under the supervision of Professor Baradon. He's the recipient of multiple awards for Young Entrepreneur, as well as the Ignite Award at SLAS 2019. He was a finalist innovation leader at SLAS 2020. He is the co-founder and CEO of Seed Biosciences, a startup commercializing the single cell pipette. Welcome to SLAS Technology Podcast. Why is single-cell pipetting so important today? I have done a lot of single-cell isolation uh, under the microscope in the direct visions using mouse pipetting. And uh, in order to work with a single cell, which is going to be uh, analyzed for days or even months for the progeny in serial transplantation, you need to have a system in which the cells is uh, actually isolated in a very gentle manner. Uh, is basically like uh, you are working with something extremely precious and you want to keep the functionality of these cells uh, on uh, full bloom for uh, many generations. At one point, we were interested in using single cells as a strategy for uh, gene therapy for a very horrendous skin disease called uh, Epidermolis bullosa, dystrophic Epidermolis bullosa. And because you infect the cells with a virus to revert the cells with a normal gene, uh, we uh, wanted to be sure that the cells we were working with was actually safe to transplant onto the patient. And single cell was the answer for that. Uh, However, uh, the way we were isolating single cells uh, under the microscope with mouse pipetting is not regulatory efforts friendly. And... uh, we decided at this point that we need to develop a system in which we will meet a number of requirements for the cells so we can use it uh, for, um, for medicine, for regenerative medicine. Obviously, one of them was to be very gentle with the cells. Uh, another one was uh, to be able to have a high efficiency of cloning. So if you isolate 100 cells, you want a lot of cells actually to clone and to make colonies. And uh, the most important point was actually to have traceability for a regulatory affair, whether it's uh, the Food and Drug Administration or the Swiss Regulatory Affairs or uh, HSC in Singapore. Uh, You want uh, to be able to provide uh, this uh, uh, regulatory affairs with the fact that you have actually isolated one cell Mm -hmm. and, and not two, not three, but only one. And, and that's what the pipette actually uh, is doing. And uh, we were very fortunate to be able to work with first-class colleague uh, engineers, uh, Philippe Renault at EPFL, Ecole Polytechnique Fédérale de Lausanne. I was a professor there at some point. 
in cell biology, and we were able to develop a, a pipette which actually meets the requirement of the biologist. Nothing could have happened without a close collaboration between the cell biologist and the stem cell biologist and uh, the engineers. So it was a, a very uh, nice uh, experience to work so, together and to be able to come up with a pipette that is actually working very well, it's very gentle with the cells. It has a very small aperture. So this is George speaking. Uh, it's about uh, 30 micrometers, so three zero. The first step you, you have to do is to take, take it, take the device, and then aspirate the, the sample uh, from the tube directly into the pipette tip. So, so the cells that are actually dispensed, they enter uh, through the same hole. Oh, so that 30 micron opening is yeah. everything comes through there. Correct, yeah. Wow, so how, how long does that take? So because we want to be gentle with the cells, right? Prefer to wait um, between one to two minutes. And then I, the other thing they noticed was the dispensing pressure. It's so light, but it's also negative. And to dispense, you make it less negative. Tell us about the pressures involved in the dispense process, both the before and after. How do you do that? Yeah, that's a very good question. We, we actually had some questions uh, like that uh, from the re reviewers uh, in the paper. Um, so this is a very good question because, as you mentioned, uh, we have we basically have to fight against uh, two pressure uh, that are directly um, linked to, to the system. Uh, the first one is the the weight uh, of the liquid um, that is uh, in, inside the chip. Uh, when it's put, um, when it's completely lo loaded, it's about one centimeter. So you have to compensate for this uh, this pressure. And the second pressure that we have to fight is the capillary pressure. Then, uh, yes, you're right. Uh, in order to uh, to avoid having multiple cells being dispensed at the same time or one after the other, then we we apply in the in the stable mode. We apply the, a slight holding pressure. The moment when I started to really understand the tool, and I really invite people to read the articles, is the trace of the uh, dispense, which is where you, you show the trace of the impedance, and you can see the a very clear spike when you get um, the uh, cell transferred through the aperture. Can you tell us about that a little bit? Yeah, sure. So, so just to, to be fully transparent, this was not really my part. Uh, for that, <laughs> like Dan said, we, we worked with the best, uh, the best uh, top-notch uh, engineers in Switzerland. And uh, my, my friend and co-worker, uh, David Bonzon, co-first co author of the paper, uh, was actually uh, cent central into this, uh, this task. This was actually part of his PhD students, uh, PhD uh, thesis, sorry. Uh, so David was, uh, was working on, the, on improving the, the sensor uh, and the electronics uh, to the impedance analyzer to, to have a really, a really um, uh, nice and, and sensitive uh, si signal and to be able to detect the passage of every single cell with a very, very high resolution. So in turn, we, we have a, quite a good, uh, quite a good uh, signal to noise ratio in this, uh, in, this, in this paper. And we are very happy uh, about that. Uh, we have about uh, uh, five to 10 uh, points per peak. So that's the resolution of, the, uh, of the, the passage of the single cell. And if you compare that to, a, to an optical image, 
uh, that would mean that in, in uh, an optical image, you would, you would have about 10, 10 pixels per, per single cell, uh, which, is, which is obviously very hard to, uh, to have uh, using optical systems. So here in impedance uh, spectroscopy gives you a very high resolution, uh, which is also why we've been able to observe uh, doublets. So two cells sticking together, which is really the pain uh, and the, the, the big challenge for in the fields to be able to. Ah, that, that's interesting. So there is a new company, right? Where George is the CEO, Seed Biosciences. Tell us about that and what is the startup experience like? Yeah, sure. Well, this is a, a long story, but, but to make it short, uh, like Jan said, it all started with a need, right? The need that Jan expressed really well. I mean, if you think about it, isn't it crazy, right? The, the, we're now talking about precision medicine down to the single cell level. Mm. Isn't it amazing? Well, at the time I started the project, I think it was. And now I see it, uh, I mean, being realized. Uh, I see now more and more groups and companies entering into that field. And I find it most interesting. So, so actually, I think that now that we've created the, the company, we're, we're coming at, a, at the right timing with, with, the, with the right tool for the right application. So we created Seed Bioscience uh, about uh, one year ago. Uh, after about four, four to five years of research uh, at the EPFL, uh, we've, we've, we, we took the, the research that, uh, and the prototypes that we've developed uh, in the lab. Uh, and now we're working on a product. Had our first product uh, sold uh, at the beginning of this year. Uh, and now I'm, I'm, we, with the colleagues, we're working hard uh, to be able to deliver uh, a machine to, the, to a client in the, in the U.S. Uh, in less than two weeks uh, from now. Oh, wow. If, uh, if I can intervene here, I, I will say this is a very important step, actually, uh, because I've been doing single cell isolation using, as I said, mouse pipetting under an inverted microscope with an elongated uh, uh, Pasteur pipette. Uh, but the drawback is that people have been saying in the field, well, only Jan can do that. It's very tedious, it needs time, and uh, it's also prevent uh, dissemination of your data. So I was absolutely convinced at the start of the project that the project was not going to be over just by having a pipette that can fulfill my requirement as a stem cell biologist. But the project will be over when uh, we will have provided my colleagues in the stem cell biology or whoever wants to work with uh, single cells with a very reliable tool. And one point uh, I gave George as a young student in the lab, I said, you know, George, it has to be uh, cell-friendly, user-friendly, and cost-friendly. This <laughs> is very important. Uh, because most of the stem cell biology lab are not very rich laboratory and cannot afford expensive tools. And I want to talk a little bit about next steps and in two areas, next steps in applications and where, what are the next steps in product development? Of course, what is driving our company is, the, is, is obviously the team. Uh, on board of, of the company, we have really uh, key, uh, key people like Jan, the field of precision medicine, in the field of engineering. And that's, uh, we have a very clear uh, vision and we, we know where we want to go. Uh, and in terms of, uh, term of applications, um, the, I, we, we think that now we, we, the, the first product we, we have, the, the sweet, sweet spot is, uh, 
is clearly in the research and development field uh, because we have a very simple device, uh, a very simple technology uh, that uh, is very compact, it can be used on a daily basis. We, we see uh, basically different type of applications like uh, uh, you know this uh, trendy field of uh, CRISPR-Cas9, uh, cell line development, uh, single cell genomics um, uh, as well. So wherever uh, single cells are, are needed. So the, the first product we, we have is a compact uh, automated uh, uh, pipetting robot. Uh, obviously, we, we see a lot of traction from the lab automation companies. Uh, the company and, and myself were, were present at the SLAS uh, 2020, and uh, we, we got a huge, uh, huge traction from uh, all of the lab automation companies. They, they, they came to the booth for, for, for demos, and, and now we are, and the goal is to see if we can implement uh, our technology onto a big uh, uh, liquid handling platform. What was key for, for this work to be successful? is the close collaboration and, and the trust between uh, the need of the stem cell biologist and the understanding of uh, the engineers of, of these needs. 